Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to an awesome episode with me. So today I wanted to talk about what we're going to talk about today is taking personal responsibility and ownership in your relationships. I think this is kind of like super important. So I definitely want to just talk about this real quick. And if you are listening to me, if you've been here and you've been loyal to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. You could be anywhere else listening to any other podcast, but you're here and I don't take that lightly. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I do love to allow for you as somebody who is creating a relationship with me, listening to my voice and the vibrations that I'm sending out and, you know, out into the ethers. You don't have to be a stranger. So if there is something that you want to share with me or you'd like to hear about, please feel free to email me at justine at justshapeshift.com. Yes, I've got some new real estate, so I'm really excited about that. My email has changed. Um, so if you've been listening to earlier episodes, it used to be a different email. I finally got myself my own uh, my own email with my on my d- domain. So that's justine at justshapeshift.com. And if there's some something you want to hear about, uh, something about your relationships that you're going through, um, I would love to incorporate that into my podcast somehow. Without further ado, though, let's get to the um, what do they call it? The bread and po- the potatoes and the the meat and potatoes. I don't know why it has to be meat and potatoes. What if you're vegetarian? Um, we will get down to the what we are here to talk about today. Um, okay, so taking personal responsibility and ownership. I did a live actually on my Instagram feed about this. Um, so if you happen to be on Instagram, you can follow me at Just Shapeshift as well. Um, if you're not, then this episode is for you, for the people here listening and um, you know tuning in. So first off, I just want to talk about what it means to take personal responsibility in relationships. Like what does it mean to um, have personal responsibility and take ownership? To become personal, personally responsible for your life is to wake up, right? It's, it's, to, it's all these things that have been kind of dormant and sleeping in your body that you didn't know about, like a lot of us talk about, oh my gosh, I feel so alive after having done something really exciting, meaning I haven't felt this alive in so long. Something was dormant, right? So to become personally responsible for your life is to actually wake up. Those of you who are beginning to take personal responsibility, or maybe you've been practicing taking personal responsibility, you might get this term. And um, it's kind of an awakening, right? It's like a lot of people use that term, a rude awakening. So taking responsibility is one of the foundational tools of having a great relationship, right? We are all in relationships. I mentioned before in in a previous episode that whether or not you want to believe you're in a relationship, you are. You're in a relationship with yourself. You're in a relationship with your mother or father. If they are living and you have a relationship with them, you have a relationship to your siblings, Um, it might be that you're estranged from them or that you don't talk to them or that every time you talk, there's, there's anger and resentment and fighting, but there's a, there's a, um, what's it called? Uh, A relationship there, right? We have relationship to our coworkers. We have relationships to our children. We have, whether or not they're shitty or amazing, we have relationships 
to something, even the things that we do in our lives. I have a relationship to my coffee. You know, I had a relationship. Um, I also talked about having an emotional relationship with smoking cigarettes before. I used to I used to be a smoker for 13 years. So even our habits, even the things that we do, we have relationships too. Um, so one of the, again, the foundational tools of having a great relationship is to begin taking personal responsibility. In the context of relationships, personal responsibility is a developmental step that most humans don't get to do. Um, most people really believe that it's their partner's fault or it's their partner's problem. Like if I'm in a shitty relationship, it's usually, you know, like most people will say my partner does this and thus we have a problem. And as long as you are committed to that thought that your partner is the problem or they're at fault, you will never catch the blind spots. This is one of the reasons why it was really hard for me to work at my last job towards the end when I started to wake up um, in my relationships is that the term at fault was used a lot in, in government um, like letters and correspondence. We always find that people are at fault, right? People are at fault because they didn't report something to us. And thus, how could we make a good decision um, you know, for them to receive government benefits or whatever, if they're not telling us what has changed, what has been updated, etc. And a lot of the time, it's like they can't get through to us and they might have tried like 20 times to get a hold of us, but we just couldn't answer the phones. Um, it kind of started to remind me of like I was working on the side of the people who are like, well, you should have you should have told me like you should have been the ones to, you know, you're responsible for telling me like I'm putting the responsibility on someone else who um, and then when they would come and say, well, I did. I tried to I tried to call like I would just gaslight them. Right. I mean, not me, but like it's I work for an organization where we would gaslight um, claimants. Right. Or let them or tell them like, well, it's still your fault. Like, I'm not listening. You know, you're a number. You're not a human being. And that just didn't align with me anymore. So, um, yeah, as long as the organization itself is committed to seeing that the other people are at fault, they're the ones at fault or they're the problem, then it will never really be like a great relationship. I don't necessarily think that the government's trying to have a great relationship with people. Now, wouldn't it be super cool though if if we could have a relationship like that with our government? So I'm more committed to convince like as long as we have that thought, I would be more committed to convincing others that I'm not at fault, you're at fault. Right? It's like you know, if you think about like driving too, like that driver that's just like, like totally slammed into your like, um, your rear bumper, and they're like, it wasn't me, it was you. Don't be that driver. Don't be that driver. So um, one of the toughest things to do on this is this is actually one of the toughest things to do, because we're so used to um, the dynamics that we've been in for so long, right? We might not know any better. We might think that this is as good as it gets. Um, but the good news is it's actually quite simple to, to start to take personal responsibility, right? And today I'm going to share with you how to begin taking personal responsibility. If you haven't yet, or you want to, or you're just not quite sure where to begin, um, this episode is for you. 
So um, taking responsibility for your life means that you stop blaming others for your circumstances and use your past as fuel to help you get stronger. It's knowing that you can't change what happened in the past, but you get to stop beating yourself up for it because you're able to move more forward more freely as a creative. Someone who is more open to exploring options and finding solutions. It's going from embodying victimhood and stepping into authorship or being a creator in other words, right? So for anyone who's been feeling kind of lost or off, this will help you be in alignment, be in control and gain more confidence in your life. You're going to gain back like you're going to feel more integral or is it integral? First, first, let's bring tomato, tomato. First, let's bring um, some awareness to the dynamics of a relationship, right? So a lot of the, a lot of the time we tend to place a lot of focus on like, I know, well, I can speak for myself and you can see if you relate with this, okay? I, a lot of the time spent most of my time focused on the other person. And this is probably because I was placing happiness or control in the hands of my partner, right? This is also known as locus of control. You can look that up. You can Google that. The locus of control is basically like the location of the control and where are you placing that? So I was placing it in another person and not within myself. I was placing it within my mother, my father, my husband, my children, right? Um, I can share a story here about a personal experience. Um, like I used to be really deathly afraid of making choices, for example. I did not like making decisions. I went through something traumatic that just like kind of put me in this like shutdown response that I just, it was just so hard for me to make make a choice, make a decision. So I put the control, like when I met my husband, I put the locus of, the locus of control was in my husband to make financial decisions, major decisions, um, huge, like huge choices in our lives. And it wasn't an, it like, it was actually, it was cool that I set up my life that way because I, like I said, I was deathly afraid of making choices. So I just, it worked out, right? Um, until it didn't anymore. So after years of allowing him to make all of the financial decisions, I kind of fell into this Groundhog Day experience where it just felt really unfulfilling. I had no more, like, if it had anything to do with, like, um, financial advancement or, like, you know, getting to a place where we could experience more money, more comfort. Um, I just didn't feel like I could, I didn't have a place in that. And so I really, really wanted to um, make space for myself in that part of the relationship. Um, I was longing for something and um, I thought that I longed for like love and approval, but really deep, deep down inside, I was longing for freedom. Um, I was longing for agency and to be empowered and in control of my own life. I just, I just didn't know it at the time. So I started to, something inside me started to wake up where I just wanted to be a little bit more, um, I guess, involved in that aspect of, of our relationship. So we started, you know, off, obviously, like I started voicing myself and there was like conflict and there was fighting. Um, but the conflict and fighting were actually messages to get me to wake up and actually was an opportunity for me to take a look and see how I'd set my life up and to take inventory of my life and see what worked and wasn't working anymore. So I mentioned that in a previous episode about how 
um, we like a new way of seeing um, our conflict, right? Our conflict is an opportunity for us to really change something. Um, if something's not working anymore and no longer serves us, we can drop it and we can make a choice moving forward. So see all these like these themes that are kind of woven in here. Um, so that's just a personal story of mine. Um, it's just kind of highlighting that anytime we're in relationships where we're placing the locus of, of happiness or the locus of control in someone else, we're definitely going to set ourselves up to feel victimized. The story that you're going to hear a lot from friends, or maybe you might even have heard this like said out loud by yourself, is they did this to me. This shit's happening to me. They don't get me. Um, this is a recipe for blame, right? I, I gave the example of my husband and I earlier um, that we would kind of like manifest uh, what was manifesting were like these arguments and um, conflicts. Um, and it was because like I might have expected something that I wanted, I wanted my husband to do, right? And then I would get sad, annoyed, frustrated when they didn't do it. Um, but instead of actually communicating that I'm sad, annoyed, or frustrated, I would say something like, you do this all the time. You never listen. I can't believe you're doing this to me. You just don't get it, right? Ooh, so that's kind of like a burn. It's totally blaming and blaming isn't really helpful because it's not really revealing um, it's not getting vulnerable. And you know how big I am on vulnerability. Um, so you might notice that these are the thoughts that are kind of looming in your head. Um, maybe you don't say these things out loud to your partner, but this can happen with your friends too. This can happen in any high stakes relationship. So it could be your siblings, your friends. Um, this can happen with family members. Um, this can happen with coworkers. This feeling of being misunderstood is actually the underlying theme here. Um, so this is an opportunity. I'm, I'm highlighting this because this is where we can take responsibility for our feelings. Um, instead of saying, you did this to me, you did that, you don't get it, you can actually spin it and start saying some I statements here. So when you start to speak um, something like you've gotten hurt and you want to speak and express yourself, use I statements versus you statements because I statements is where you start to take responsibility and ownership and it shifts the entire dynamic. So um, something like, you know, if I'm using the same example, something like saying, um, I feel really hurt. I feel hurt. I feel sad and upset that I expected you to do this thing and it didn't happen, right? Totally taking full ownership and responsibility for um, the fact that I had an expectation, the fact that I feel sad, that I feel annoyed or frustrated. And what can we do moving forward now? Um, you know, you kind of like you begin to create like allyship when you use this language because people will get way less defensive if you stop using you statements towards them. So um, this is a way, this is the way to start taking responsibility and ownership in your relationship is using the I statements. And then there are like, there are different things. Um, we'll go into, I played a quiz on Instagram once about um, what is a good I statement and what's not a good I statement, because somebody could say something like, I feel like you're attacking me. I feel like, like you're an idiot. Um, you know, like that's not really, that's not taking responsibility. That's just adding I feel before the you statement, right? So um, I feel needs to be like the next word after I feel needs to be the feeling that you're feeling, 
that you feel that you feel like put the locus of control back in yourself. Right. Um, so you can start doing this today. You can start using I statements. They're they're a way out of out of pain and into freedom because I statements are it's a critical relationship skill to learn in the long term. Like if you're in a long term committed relationship, this is what needs to happen. When we use I statements, it brings it back internally to ourselves and we make this the like a primary practice. Um, when we make this a primary practice, we get we get to what the needs are, right? Like we get to see what needs attention in our relationships, what needs healing within ourselves. Um, and it's when we make the other person the problem, that's where it keeps us stuck. And we kind of have this perpetuating like um, cycle that goes on of blaming the other person. Um, so taking a sip of my coffee here. Um, so that, yeah, I'm kind of curious now that you've learned about personal responsibility and ownership, um, by the way, like as you, if you ever sit with somebody who's taking personal responsibility and ownership in your life, if you start to notice like your partner start doing this, or maybe a friend starts doing this where they're like, Hey, um, I want to talk about something. I felt this and you know, like it's just when they start to reveal versus conceal how they're feeling, it's actually quite sexy. Like I think it is because it's actually like, for me, it feels like somebody's undressing in front of me. Like they're telling me this very like vulnerable thing about themselves. And that means that they trust me. So if they trust me enough to share this with me, um, I, I feel super honored. And um, yeah, so now that you got the scoop on how you can take more personal responsibility and ownership in your relationship, I would love to hear how this works for you. So the challenge here today is when you start to feel kind of funky, just kind of um, can you name what emotion that is? Are you feeling funky? Like you feel mad, angry, sad, annoyed? And can you use an I statement today with your your friend or family member? Um, it can even just be like, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to result in conflict. Really, it can be like you're asking for support from a friend and you want them to know, hey, um, person, uh, hey, person A, I feel pretty sad today. And um, I wondered if if we could talk about this a little bit more. Do you have space for that? Right. So the challenge today is to go out and start using an I statement. And I'd love to hear from you. I mentioned at the beginning of my podcast that I have new real estate. I am now at Justine at JustShapeShift.com. So if you wanted to share an email with me on how this went, I am so excited to hear how this has changed your life. Okay. I will talk to you all next time.